We are I. Is it a sign of extremely poor leadership that nobody really, well, I shouldn't say nobody, that seemingly like the vast majority of Democrats, liberals, NDP, left-leaning, further left-leaning leaders don't fucking apologize for anything? Or is it just the ones that are part of the political class? Or part of your company, no matter if you lean left or right, if your company or organization or your governing body ends up being so big that you can never fucking apologize. Like, look at look at the border wall situation with Biden. Fucking Trump got crucified in the news for wanting to build a border wall. Even though the person who built the longest mileage of border wall was Obama. And nobody gave a fuck. And now Biden is... You know, after just selling all those sections of border wall for pennies on the dollar, is now spending hundreds of millions of dollars building more of the border wall than Trump ever did. And where's the apology? Where's the apology to Trump? Where's the apology for, you know, all the shit that you slung during the election about this border wall and how racist it is? But the thing is, like, Trump wanted Mexico to help fucking pay for this border wall. But Biden's taking it all on through the United States after selling off to sections for pennies on the dollar. Which you know that they're probably buying those same sections back for prime market value. But where's the apology? Because that's taxpayer money. It's the citizens of the United States that's their money. How about in Canada with Trudeau in the countless amount of scandals with liberals funneling money to their own fucking companies or Trudeau's homeboys fucking lining their pockets or Trudeau's mom's friends lining their pockets with our taxpayer dollars. Literally hundreds of millions of dollars that we know about. Never mind the stuff that we don't. This is just what we know about. Where's the apology for when we find out? There's a laundry list. Laundry list of these. Where's the apology? Listening to the the interview with Tucker Carlson and Kid Rock right now. Tucker Carlson, somebody that I've come to respect for just saying it how it is. At all costs. From all avenues. Whether outrageously right or outrageously wrong. Just willing to say like, hey, there's this other thing over here that we can't keep denying exists then you have kid rocks somebody who really propelled the movement of like you know what fuck this this woke bullshit you know and he basically is talking about how you know anheuser-busch why can't you come out and just say look everybody we got it wrong you know we we we're looking for a way to be able to increase our customer base you know we hopped on the wrong bandwagon we insulted our consumer base, and we apologize. 
you know, we hope that we can work together again. Simple. Seemingly fucking simple. I love this subtle approach that Starbucks took where they're just like, you know what? We're not supporting anybody anymore. This is our way of apologizing to the people that we offended and, you know, the, our staff that we've probably fucking offended along the way. You know, like our brand, how we tarnished our brand in the subtle ways that we did. And just cutting the head off before it gets too bad. Right? Being like, you know what? We're going to support coffee. Coffee. You know what? We're going to support free trade of coffee and making sure that the people who are growing coffee in third world countries in Central and South America and around the world are treated with respect and dignity and get paid fairly. That's what we're going to do. No, they never apologized to anybody, but they came out and said, you know what? We're going to double down on what makes us great. And the people that we support, the people who've helped build our business, our industry, we're going to focus on that. We're not going to focus on, you know, putting fucking pride cups up and pride flags on our doors and fucking all this bullshit. If you as an employee or as a customer want to support us because we don't want to shit on you, great. But we're also not going to amplify your message either because we're going to amplify the message of coffee. You know what that is? Fantastic. Fantastic. You know, but you look at all these business books and these books on leadership and these, you know, especially Jocko Willink, you know, his extreme ownership book. When he talks about whether or not this is your fault or not, this is your responsibility as a leader, man or woman. This is your responsibility of somebody who's bestowed the role of leading other people. Whether you've bestowed that upon yourself or other people have bestowed that role upon you is your right and your duty and your obligation to take responsibility for that. And everything is your fault. You fix everything. Your job, your duty is to mitigate chaos. And that starts with taking accountability. You know, uh, something went wrong. Good. I'm sorry I let you down. But you didn't. I did if you didn't feel like you had the tools and resources to be successful. But I did. But I didn't have the understanding. Well, then it's my fault that you didn't have the understanding. I apologize. I will fix that. And we will move on. We will be stronger as we move on. That's my fault. I apologize. Like that's. That's what it takes. You know how fucking powerful it is when somebody is in a leadership position and they accept responsibility and you know it's not their fault, but they act like it is. Everybody's been there. And if you haven't, I apologize. Because that... When you see somebody take accountability for something that has absolutely, seemingly nothing to do with them, but they're willing to take that kind of responsibility over their actions, over the actions of others, because they know somebody needs to, and this is the basis behind this, they know somebody needs to, and that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Like, think about, like, understand and recognize how powerful that is. Like, just let it marinate. Let it marinate for a minute. Like, it's powerful. 
It makes you feel like a fucking piece of shit. And it should. And if it doesn't, it is scary. If you don't feel like a piece of shit when you're around somebody who takes that kind of accountability. But we see none of these people do this. Especially in our government systems. None of them. And this is why I love watching Mele take the presidency in Argentina right now. He's like, everything is our fault. We've led it to this. I was in a meeting yesterday with a man that I've never met before. That's in his early 60s. And somehow we start walking down this road of, you know, political ideologies and the ideologies of people right now. And I'm like, oh, man, like, this is fucking, this is interesting right now. How open do I be knowing that I I want to work with this individual, but now we're crossing the line where if this conversation goes the wokey way, I'm not going to be able to do it. But I can start by the way he's dipping his toes into this conversation that we have alignment. And I can tell by the friends that we share. And I didn't know this going into this meeting that we had mutual friends that we both love and respect. But we start walking down this road. And then we realize politically we're very aligned. Ideology, very aligned. You know, our goals socially, very aligned. So we started talking a little bit more free and a little bit more free and a little bit more free all the time. And the one thing that he said to me, which was incredible, he's like, we we deserve the right to make independent choice. And when people say that to me, when people have that kind of personal sovereignty and personal accountability, when people want to bestow that responsibility upon others, say you have the right to make your own choices. That is a person with conviction, morals, and ethics. And that is what I'm drawn to. Immediately in my mind, I was like, fuck yeah. You're part of my people. We can build something. We can be strong. That is our goal. That is our goal. Build a strong nation, a strong community of people, strong individuals. People who have knowledge, real knowledge about how to survive and live life. You can cook for yourself. You will clean for yourself. You will build a life for you and the people around you. You will do this. You will do this, absolutely do this. And I feel like this is the base and this is the foundation of taking accountability for your action because you know what it takes to build something. You know what it takes to be able to create. You know what it takes to have sovereignty over yourself. Because there's a lot of responsibility in that. There's a lot of responsibility in having personal sovereignty, authentic personal sovereignty. And when you do, the first thing that you want to do in life is offer that to other people. Because you know that they live by certain morals and ethics and codes. You can rely on that person. And you can tell that you can rely on somebody when they're willing to take accountability for their actions and actions of others. And that is leadership. That is leadership. So my question of the day here on this Tuesday morning, if you had to sit down and assess your personal sovereignty, 
on a scale of one to 10. What is that number? 